0: You're listening to a VC Short. These are shorter bonus episodes released only on our podcast, The VC Hour. These are a product of Radio ABC 993 FM, a ministry of African Bible University in Uganda. Well, we're here for another VC Short specifically, the type of episode we have today for you is called VC's Bookshelf. That's where I like to cover books that have been helpful to me, or I think maybe useful tools to other people as well. I know we don't all have the time. We certainly don't all have the resources to wade through all of the things that have ever been written. I know I definitely don't. If you are a person who's so rich, you have the time and the money to read everything. Uh, Help me out. Send me some books. But if you're like me and you can only read so much and only afford to read so much time-wise or finances-wise, it could be a help if other people read some books and gave you a tip about what might be helpful or not. And I'm going to continue to use this platform to try to do just that, to identify some works I think have been very useful to myself, maybe useful to you as well. You need to know these are not proper book reviews. They certainly are not academic book reviews. They're not meant to be. I have a general audience, and it's meant for a general audience. I really just want to whet your appetite, as they say. I really just want to have you hear a little bit about it, hear uh, how it was helpful for me, and in so doing, hopefully, to encourage you to read it and to glean from it if you find that helpful as well. Can we agree that bad things happen to people? Uh, we shouldn't shy away from that. And if you've read your Bible, you know that bad things, almost inexplicably bad things, happen to people. And not just people, but to Christians uh, specifically. People who love, uh, people who trust the Lord, these are people who endure tragedies as well. And maybe you've endured a tragedy, and hearing me talk about it feels like me poking at a wound. Or maybe you're relieved to hear someone's talking about tragedy at all when it comes to Christians. I'm not sure what your reaction would be. But for the Christian, the idea of Christians enduring tragedy can be especially troubling because of the amount of people out there, some very well-meaning, some undoubtedly malicious, who give really terrible advice or who give really terrible examples about dealing with tragedy, dealing with grief. And in my experience, the church is really good at meeting material needs of people who are suffering. That's been my experience. Maybe your experience is different, but I've been in a lot of congregations and a lot of places, and I've been around some tragedies of a fairly large-scale, small-scale, personal, corporate, and so forth. And time and time again, I've seen with material needs, the church is very often very eager and very present. Uh, but dealing with emotions surrounding tragedy, dealing with the feelings uh, surrounding tragedy, uh, I've observed is a bit trickier in general. In fact, I would say that I've experienced it on both sides of the equation, both the one who's trying to give help and the one who needs to receive it. Our track record really isn't isn't as as clean and as clear, I think, as it often is with the material needs that surround tragedies. How do you wrap your mind around tragedy as a Christian? Well, I found one particular book incredibly helpful as I worked through the theological components of dealing with tragedy. And that's the book for today. The book for today is called Rejoicing and Lament Wrestling with Incurable Cancer and Life in Christ by Dr. J. Todd Billings. Billings is the Gordon H. Girard. Research Professor of Reformed Theology at Western Theological Seminary. He is as well an ordained minister in the Reformed Church in America. Billings earned a B.A. from Wheaton in Philosophy and English, an MDiv from Fuller Theological Seminary, and a T.H.D. from Harvard Divinity. He's also spent some time in some places in Africa, including Ethiopia, but also Uganda. You guys know that's near and dear to me since I live and work in Uganda here at a university as well. Our paths haven't crossed anywhere. They haven't crossed in the U.S. They certainly haven't crossed in Uganda. I think he was in Uganda well before I ever got here, but I do hope someday maybe I will cross paths with Billings. I'd love to pick his brain a little bit about his personal experiences, but also his experiences uh, in Uganda as well. Rejoicing in Lament was originally published in 2015 by Brazos Press. Now, you might have guessed from the title of this book uh, that the book is a bit personal for Billings. Uh, that's not usually my personal preference for a book of this type. And I, you could argue that it's a strength or a weakness of mine that I don't like a book like that. Inarguably, Billings has his own reasons for doing that way, and I, I no doubt other authors do as well, but I just I just don't think that most of the times, personally, my preference most of the time is that it not be there because I don't think it adds value the way that the author often thinks that it adds value. But this is a notable exception. I, I, this this book, and I mentioned another one uh, previously from a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Travis Campbell, both interweave the personal with the theological, with the biblical, in a way that I think is actually incredibly helpful. You can see that the person is invested in what's going on there. Billings writes from his position as both a trained academic with a doctor in divinity, but also as someone who personally has reason to lament. At a relatively young age, Billings was diagnosed with a cancer that is both lethal and incurable. Uh, He has a, a wife. He has, at the time he was diagnosed, young children And he describes in this book in detail the heavy burden of the prognosis that he received and that he now lives with. Billings, I think, does a fantastic job of taking the reader through his own journey, beginning with what he describes as the fog setting in uh, with this unfolding drama And like all of us, he knew true things about God, perhaps more than a lot of us, as he has some degrees that have helped him to study that, and he's practicing as a minister as well. And no doubt those true things he knew about God uh, were a comfort to him, but he also saw in Scripture that real tragedy exists in this world and that people may lament And do so biblically. In fact, sometimes in this broken world, the only right way to respond if you do believe in God is to lament the reality that is around us, the reality that we are presently experiencing. People often tell me that they want more practical teaching from their pastor, from their teachers, from whatever Bible study they're in, from their seminary or whatever. We want the teachings to be more practical, they often say to me. They want the study of the scriptures, of systematic theology, and so forth, to have, to have legs, we would say, to, to do something, uh, to take them up somewhere that's real and not just theoretical. And I think rejoicing in lament has those types of legs. I think that's exactly what you see demonstrated in a book like Rejoicing in Lament, that whether you're suffering... Or whether you want to be able to help those around you who are suffering, to be able to understand their suffering and to think of it in a biblically informed way, I find this book was and is incredibly helpful to do those uh, to do those things and to do them well. To have a theology with legs, as they say. Now, you may ask why this would be a particular emphasis for us to think about. I mean, it's it's so negative, isn't it? That's what a lot of people would say to me. It's so negative to be thinking about tragedy. I think I've answered that really in part already, and I think the book does a great job of explaining this in detail. I really have to commend Billings uh, in Rejoicing Lament for his ability to help us to understand uh, tragedy, why we should think about tragedy, how we should deal with tragedy from a truly biblical perspective, and then lay out how he was thinking about that during particular parts of his own journey as well. But the reason we should do this is because these things are in God's Word. Honestly, just the fact that they're in God's Word is sufficient. And Billings does a great job of pointing out that churches generally do fail to lament properly. And in fact, neglect lament as an aspect of public worship almost entirely. Uh, There are congregations that sing psalms. There's a lot of good reasons to sing psalms in your congregational worship. Almost no one sings from the Old Testament hymn book, the Psalter, the Psalms, which is exactly what Christ sang. Almost no one does that. When they do sing, they do generally avoid the lament psalms. So when was the last time you went to a church service and they were singing a psalm, period? And if they were singing a psalm, when was the last time it was a song of lament? Well, for those congregations that sing hymns, The hymn books don't generally have very many songs that would be expressive of grief or lament at all, and they certainly don't have it in the same proportion as the Psalter does. These are things that Billings does a great job of pointing out as he helps us to redirect how we corporately think about tragedy and how then we individually apply it to our own lives as well. In short, we we just don't in our practices very often reflect clearly what has been revealed to us in the scriptures. Now some will worry that the focus on this kind of thing, lament is is the wrong focus, that focusing on suffering somehow diminishes the majesty of God or his work in the world. But in fact, I think Billings does a great job of demonstrating that the opposite is actually true that a proper understanding of God's majesty actually causes us to lament biblically when we view the suffering in the world around us or the suffering we are experiencing ourselves right now. And it is only through biblical lament that we may move towards a vision of a God who is to be praised even in our time of grief. All that to say you can learn these things and much, much more And in far greater detail, I want to leave you just with the idea that if you're interested in being prepared for your own personal tragedies, if you're working through one now, if you're a student of the scriptures who wants to understand grief biblically, or if you have any desire whatsoever to know about the God who is with you and working even in tragedy, well, I think this is a great book for you, and I I can't recommend it highly enough. Please read it, and I think you'll find it will help you, and it will help those around you as well. been listening to the Vice Chancellor's Hour, a ministry of Radio ABC 993 FM on the campus of African Bible University. We hope this has been beneficial to your Christian walk and understanding. If it has, you can support the ministry of Radio ABC by going to AfricanBibleColleges.com and clicking on the Donate button. Don't forget to let them know it's going to the Uganda station. If you have questions about this or any other episode, please feel free to contact us at vchourofficial@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We're also available through Instagram and Twitter as vchourofficial. We may answer your question on a future episode. Until next time, may the peace of God and the fellowship of God's people encourage your heart.